Moments like this, these last two football games, being able to do what we've done, energize a city, right? Energize a, a, a town, energize fans, uh, is only going to make us better moving forward. And that's the part that I'm excited about. No one, no one thought we should be here, and we just kept believing. And it was really cool, really cool to be a part of. And, and it was special. And like I said, just the beginning. You know, I, I go back to April, and I, I told the team in April, I said, expect to play playoff games on the road in Cincinnati, Buffalo, and Kansas City. You know, I think that was this this year, obviously, was huge for, for this organization, for our city, for just our franchise, you know, moving forward. And, and it kind of sets the bar of, of, of who, who we're going to be and, and what we're going to do moving forward. And and that's the mindset and, the, and we won't settle for less than that and this this won't be this won't be the last you guys hear of us so we'll be back this boy got a hit 1010xl 92.5 fm presents jaguars today with your host mike dempsey tony smith and tom mcmanus all right no eat to the tea today as he's uh who knows where he is right now <laughs> maybe just rolling in Back to wherever he's staying mm-hmm. this morning. I have no idea. Somewhere down in South Florida, uh, tearing it up. But Tom uh, McManus, greetings. How are you? I'm great. Don't knock yourself out with the microphone. I won't. I almost took my, <laughs> my teeth. teeth out. Jeez. It's I've right. done that before on the mic. It's kind of like, ooh, <sighs> get a little too carried away. You is, know? The teeth is bad. The, it, getting hit in the nose is like the worst thing. Right? It doesn't even have to be much. Right? Just Somebody just yeah. brushes your nose and it just... Always gave me this uh, yeah, insatiable rage. Water, just want, yeah. Right, but I just wanted yeah. to like destroy something. Yeah. How dare you touch my nose? Oh, or any part of your face? Yeah, yeah but, don't but touch particularly my face, something man. about like you said, just a yeah. little flick yeah. makes your eyes water, and you're just, I just yeah. want I want my revenge. Right I there. get I, I get <laughs> I a little do. upset when the you know you cut your fingers. You know they they bleed like they won't stop mm-hmm. bleeding. You're like man, it's just a little cut. Quit bleeding. Mm. You ever get a little paper cut in between your fingers? Oh, yeah. How about the little cracks on the when the weather changes? Yeah. I get those cracks, man. Yeah. We're just a mess, Anyway, we're, we're just a mess. Of, yeah. That's what we are. We're a flawed species. What can we say? And we're getting older, but brother. It's Friday, man. I'm it is Friday. I'm happy, So we're going to crank up the energy today Hell now yeah. that Tommy Mack is here. Agent Gibbs is here. Nice. Uh, Gibby, what's Gibby. going on, brother? When's the last time you produced Jaguars today? Man, I don't even know. It's don't been tell a- me it was like a month ago, because I apologize. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's been a long time, actually. It might have been a couple years, to be right? honest. Right? We've had JJ fill in and different people fill in with us. But, uh, Gibby, you got a new show coming up yeah, on Sunday, right. man. Tell I everybody. Do, I do. So, I've got a local baseball show. It's going to focus on high school, college, and pro baseball in Jacksonville. And uh, cool. excited about that. And uh, it's sponsored by DBAT Jacksonville, the uh, premier baseball and softball training facility here in Jacksonville over on Powers Avenue. Check them out. But uh, So I got Brett Myers, uh, Inglewood High School, oh, yeah. first-round pick, uh, 12th overall back in 1999. He back signed with Florida. Travis. Yeah, that's right. That's him. Yep. He signed with Florida, but then he got drafted in the first round by the Philadelphia Phillies, pitched 12 years in the big leagues, won a World Series. So Brett is going to be on in the first segment, and we're going to talk all about that 99 Inglewood State Championship uh, being drafted in the first round and you know, the biggest lessons that he learned over 12 years in the big leagues and what everything was like. We're going to have uh, a lot of people coming on the show. It's going to be starting out once a month, uh, so we're going to go uh, February through May. 
and that is the regular season for high school and, and college. And we're uh, hoping to have the Bartram Trail head coach, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and also Skylar Sanford is a six foot six junior who throws about 96 <laughs> in high school uh, for Bartram Trail. <laughs> And hoping to have him on uh, as well on Sunday morning. So it's 11 to noon on Sunday. Looking forward to it. That's the guy knows how to plug a show. Oh, yeah. That's by the good. way. <laughs> right, yeah. right That's good. Give him a crack. You know, I, I and I, I only played baseball when I was younger, but it's mm-hmm. amazing to me. I'd really like to know, do, like, do you see the ball when you're at bat at that that speed? You know, do you I think you do. Guessing? I think they do because they talk about, you know, do picking you up the dots, right? Like, you, you got the dots form on the ball. Like, the you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, the Red to, from the seams. Yeah, right. Whether it's a breaking it's ball. It's kind of like the point in the football, right? You yeah. focus right. on the point coming right. in. Right, and and you can, the, the okay. better, the best batter, right. I, I absolutely believe they can that pick that up. That mound is really close. Oh, bro, it's crazy. You got to start your swing as soon as he's in his windup, Man, I, I feel like. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. You know, the professional hitters, yeah. You know, they can see 96. Oh, they can. The, the kids in high school, 6697 <laughs> no, not a, not much of a chance. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh! By by the time they get done crapping in their pants, it's strike three. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, right. You're just hoping does he miss right. and not hit me? Yeah. Right. Please don't hit me. Please, Please. don't hit me. Oh right. my gosh! Uh, so that's uh, that that might cover our baseball talk. There for you the go. There you right there. Boom. You're welcome. Done. We're covered. Give go to Wrigley check if out. you've never been. I'll tell you that we went. I have never been. Oh, Mike, it's it's good. Even if you don't like the Cubs, it doesn't matter. Rigby, I'm sure it's uh, I'm just sure right it's, in the middle of a neighborhood. Right. You just walk in and no doubt beautiful. it's a great experience. It's fun. So not anyway, quite the same that's as TIAA Bank Field. However, no, not Tommy. like locking down the bank. That's right. Yeah. We've got a teeming mass of humanity cheering on their Jaguars. Uh, humanity, yes. <laughs> Wild, rabid humanity. We love it. I do too. We love no it in doubt. all their, their many forms. So, Absolutely. Uh, we've had a fun week, you know, talking to obviously yeah. look ahead towards yep. free agency and the draft. That's what these shows are yeah, about sure. at this time. Also had your uh, former teammate, uh, James Stewart. On. Oh, Stu came out. Good. Yes, he did. He's the man. He is the that man. Guy. He was a good oh. dude. Um, sounds like he's doing very great. well. Yeah, he's doing great. And another one of your uh, contemporaries that said, you know what, that Jacksonville's got a lot going for it. I'm going to stick around. No doubt. Yeah, James been here ever. Well, he did go to Detroit. He went to Detroit, but right? he came but back came here, back. and then, yep. like you said, it just clicked for him. He was a yep. small town guy from Tennessee, and yep. it's a it's a big city with a small town feel. Yeah, he's in great shape. I mean, I saw I saw him walking on a beach just like six months ago. I see a, a guy walking. I'm like, that's got to be Stu. Come up and it's still. I was with my wife Christina. He just he looks like he's 25 still, you uh-huh. know, and way bigger than he was. More chiseled than he was right his face even looks you know younger he's just he's sounds like he's great, got a great life though right yeah, i mean he's, yeah, he's training great some trainer, folks great right trainer, and uh, i'm like you got a website now just yeah. kind of word him out yeah little thing yeah, like, no, he's so low-key yeah, about he it is, he is but he he was one guy that loved the gym him and i would would work out together um and he loved the gym i mean he it was part of his his whole day he was really like he was strong I mean, we'd bench, and he'd he'd be doing 405 for reps. I'd be like, Stu, come on, man. It's, like, not even fair. You're only, like, 225 pounds. And he, you know, he never really hit hit his full stride here in Jacksonville either, right? Because he he was splitting time with Natron Means at times. Obviously, with Fred Taylor when he came along. And I was a good player. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, maybe put it all together more in his last – three years in Detroit than he did here. He in got a nice contract to go to Detroit. He was always a reliable back. You know, he was always a dependable back. He'd surprise you with some speed. 
Uh, would he break 80? Uh, maybe not 80, but he'd break 50 all day long. You know what I mean? He was that kind of back. He was tough. He'd run you over. He had a little bit of shake. I mean, look, he was. Well, we loved him. I loved him on the field that off, man. He's just still do, but he's. He was a he was a power back back when it was power football. You know, it was power football and then play action pass and and he fit that mold. And you're right, he went up to Detroit. I think his first year in Detroit, he had a really good year. Didn't he go like a thousand? Uh, yards? He, he was over a thousand yards twice. Twice, in his three years there. Okay, yeah, had, yeah, had, well, yeah. He, in '99 he scored 13 touchdowns for the Jags. And '99, yeah, in '99, okay. Freddie got hurt. Okay, and uh, James Stewart played uh, ran for over 900 yards that year. You know, Fred was like in the 700s, okay. I think, when it was all said that and done. That was on IR. I don't know why I don't remember that. I thought Stu left after 98. After no, not his... after the 99. And then he went and, and backed that season up in Detroit with uh, over 1,000 yep. and I think I 10 touchdowns that. yeah, that's in his right. first year yeah. there. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, he had a great career, man. He was great. Good player. We'll keep bringing you uh, some of those uh, interviews yeah. throughout the course of the yeah, offseason. Um, yesterday, we asked you the Chad and Sandy real estate question of the day. Among positions that are frequently connected – with the Jaguars in mock drafts, which of these would you least like to see the Jags use the 24th pick on? Okay. And these are, again, you, you could factor in what you think is going to happen with Evan Ingram and Juwan Taylor and all okay. those things. Right. Um, which of these is the least appealing to spend a first-round pick on right okay. now? Okay. Okay. Offensive tackle, safety, tight end, wide receiver. Least appealing. Least appealing. Based on – you think it's – you know, maybe not the best use of resources based on what you expect uh, to be on the roster by the time the draft rolls around. Safety uh, got the most votes yesterday, 29.7%. It was pretty close, though. Offensive mm -hmm. tackle at 26.9, mm -hmm. wide receiver at 24.1. Tight end, uh, more people seem to be down with the tight end position, only 19.3, saying that'd be the least interested in uh, position for them. I'm just assuming Evan Ingram's back, and that that's number one on my yeah. list. I don't I don't want to spend a first round pick on a tight end if no. I don't have to. Yeah, I would think for me it would be O line. Like, you, come on, out of out of the three tackles, you should have your tackle. You know what I mean? Right. But what? All right. But if Juwan Taylor leaves, right? We don't know what the state of Cam Robinson's knee is right now. Well, you know? Well, okay, but if it's bad. They don't let him leave, right? Can we, Maybe not. You know, it makes it harder for them to let him leave. Sure. You know what I mean? Like you still got to have the money, though. Like, I mean, no, ultimately, I the only thing that can prevent him from leaving is the franchise tag. And we talk, you know, 18 point something million dollars for one year no, of I Juwan we Taylor. Wouldn't, we wouldn't do that. No, I, I know what you're saying. I, I Look, I, I think part of my reasoning is, look, Balky picked Walker Little. I mean, that's his tackle. It's, mm -hmm. And he showed that he can start. There's no doubt about it. He can start at left. He can start at right. I I think you got to – or I'm factoring that in because eventually he, he wants his guy to be the guy. Oh, I would think so. Without a doubt. I so, would have thought, and, though, that that would have been the case last year. Like, yeah. they would have thought coming off this rookie year, we've seen enough that we slide him in. We don't have to give Cam Robinson this big contract extension. I don't I don't know. My opinion I don't think what he showed last year compared to the year before is like a lot of Oh, there's no question. A I just think different. they they when they drafted him, yeah. I think their thought was Cam's gonna walk after this year. We franchise tagged him. He's gonna walk yep. and Walker Little's gonna be one of our But he wasn't tackles. ready, I Correct. don't think. But now he's ready. I don't you agree? I mean I'm not I, disagreeing I, with you. Would you. Let me let me throw this say say Well we don't know if he can play right. He's not played right tackle. He got beat out for the job. Well, he filled in a right tackle as rookie year, I thought, a, little a couple bit, of games. Bit. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he was that 
And I think even the preseason, didn't he jump in? At, well, yes, right. He was competing for the job. Mm-hmm. Of course right. he did. So, I don't know. I just think that you got to believe in that guy to be one of your tackles and then figure out the other Oh, the I other think guys. so. I still think, though, if you did that, you look at it and you say, all right, Walker Little's got two years left on his deal. Cam at the most has two. You might want to move on from him after – Next How year. do you rank the three right now? Just out of curiosity, how would you rank the th- those three tackles? In terms of what? Just who you want on the team. Who, who you Walker got Walker Little, have. number one for okay. me, because he's younger. Well, he's not much younger than Juwan Taylor, quite yeah. honestly, but he could play left Who's tackle. Who's third? Uh, Cam. Yeah. Because the injury history mm. and the money that it costs to keep him. Now, Juwan Taylor might cost more than Cam at this yeah. point. If you're the team that's going to keep him uh, – Unless you're able to move Cam's contract, which I don't think they're going to be able to do. No, right. That's that. Right. So if they could do that and transfer that money to Juwan Taylor, we've been talking about that, Tony and I, for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah. And uh, I think. You got to wonder is there there a team out there that needs a veteran tackle that. At what cost? I don't know. Right. I mean. What was. I don't know. Compare him to Armstead, the guy from the Saints. Toronto Armstead. Miami. He was a. I would say graded higher than Cam overall, but not like ridiculous amount better. Do I you? think Teron Armstead's considered one of the best, the best in the league. I think you know just by and again, I'm not getting into okay. what anybody. I, I don't know where he falls on an exact numbers list no, right, of, right. of tackles. But he but, got a big deal for the, from Miami, didn't he? To go there, I think he did. Yeah. yeah. So maybe you take a little. You know what I mean? I I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Would there be a team out there? That would take on well, Cam if they felt that he was good. Of injury history and what you're paying. I know him. the odds are slim. Ugh. I know. That's why I said if you, if somebody would give you any pit, a seventh rounder just to take the contract off of your hands, right? And then you can knock that salary cap hit down to five million bucks this year and next year, right? But That'd the question great. is, who's taking them with the injuries? And I don't know. The, that, no, that's I what think I'm we're, saying. Right, it's right. a circle. Right. <laughs> or we're going back in a, in a right. circle. If <laughs> right. somebody would right. take him, yes, let's do that. No, At right. least for me. So it would be it would be Walker and, and Jawan in a perfect world if they could keep those two on the team. In a perfect world. Right. I, I think that's highly unlikely that yeah. it'll end up that way. Yeah, anyway, uh, right. today's Chad and Sandy Real Estate question of the day. Uh, not anything specific to the Jags. More about you and how you plan to spend your Sundays this offseason with no NFL football until September. What's the number one way you'll spend all of your extra time for the next several months? Uh, You can share your thoughts with us, if you'd like, on Twitter today, at MD underscore 1010XL, at 1010XL, Fat Tony, at Meathead55. Gibby, what's your Twitter handle? At 1010XLAG, thank you. All right, there you go. All right. I wasn't 100% sure, so I didn't want to (laughs) bluff my way through. I would have gotten it wrong. Uh, Also, 641-1010 on the phone lines. Or the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Uh, we'll talk all aspects of Jaguar football with you this morning, including uh, thoughts from Tom McManus on uh, free agency coming up now, less than a month away. You're listening to Jaguars today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Mac in the middle, Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson, a better way to a better window on 1010XL. You can text your music requests to Gibby. I don't know if he'll honor them. I don't know how oh. he, if he rolls that way, but you can. You can text them nonetheless. Yeah, heck yeah. 641-1010 on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Uh, be nicer than the person was to Taylor this morning. Very oh, nice. what happened? Ah, Taylor's fine. She can handle it. Doesn't need me to fight her battles, but uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I'll help her out if she needs some help. What's up? Oh, she need. Yeah, she help. don't need no help. Oh, she trust okay. me. She's fine. 
He's uh, like a little sister around here. No, know she is, you know but I mean? at the same gotta, time, you know, yeah. she stands on her own she two can. feet. I know. I, I, I didn't mean that she could. Oh, absolutely. I'm yeah. with you. I'm the, I'm the same way. You know, yeah. you, you, you you mean well. Right. Sometimes you just want to yeah. let us yeah. know. Let yeah, us know if you want the brothers to, to stop by, you know, <laughs> exactly. the bros, pay a visit. <laughs> Whatever. You know, we're here. Yeah. Just if you need us. Yep. Uh, Tommy, Yeah. How, what kind of year did Josh Allen have? Just get, characterize it any way you want um, okay. to. Okay. I would say overall, Josh Allen had a B year. A B, okay. Solid B. That, would it surprise you, as Tony and I looked at this yesterday from Pro Football Focus, they graded the edge defenders. Now, this is run defense and pass defense. And okay. They, they graded them extremely okay. high in run defense. Okay. okay. Um, um, in fact, they said he was the second best at his position for a guy who played X amount of run defense snaps, okay. like early down snaps, okay? okay? So he was really good. But he ended up 12th among all edge defenders in the National Football League, hmm. according to Pro Football Focus. Loved his pressure rate, loved his run defense, obviously didn't finish enough. What What's the future of Josh Allen here in Jacksonville? Oh, man, that's opinion? a great question. I'd like to see him back. I do, and I, I do think he he's a guy that um, can still get better. You know what I mean? He's a freak athlete. And I you see him, he is strong. At, I, didn't, I didn't know he was that good against Robert. He is strong against Robert. I just feel like, you know, and granted, when you don't have a lot of help either, just like, I don't want to just single him out, but the defense would disappear. He would disappear. There were games where you did not hear his name. Now, maybe that doesn't mean a ton, you know, that, you know, when you, you stop the run, if they stop the run, because they had trouble stopping. They were stopping the run for a little while, and then it, it got it didn't it didn't end, end end great, but I think he's back. I mean, I don't know how you you know contract wise and and all that if you fit him. I'd like to see him uh, with some more help on the other side, and I I don't know if that's Trevon Walker. I don't. But I would, and I would <laughs> like to see someone next to him that's got more of a presence in that you know all around run and pass rush capability i mean look when you say next to him you're talking about an interior like linebacker Calais. <laughs> you know like what he had Calais, but you don't have to have Calais, but you have to have someone that's got a presence there or guess what they all they're all looking to block josh you know yeah. you need somebody next to you and somebody on the opposite end like we know like when he had in i mean that was perfect for not only him but he was a rookie but come on you got Calais next to you and you got in on the other side and you have ten and a half sacks. I mean, that you know, I don't know. I would right. try to find a way to that guy since. No, I know, but you. Also, I understand. You know, but you know, I know. I know. I mean, it, it's there's some of all of that. Like he should be. It shouldn't be Trayvon Walker making Josh Allen better this past year. It should have been Josh Allen. Josh Allen's the established guy, former okay. top ten pick himself. He's had success in the league. But, but think of it. I'm only. I'm only because it first came to mind. Think of like T.J. Watt in Pittsburgh, right? Mm -hmm. He's a total stud on his own, but he's also got. They usually Bud Dupree. Who's the guy now? Highsmith. You never even heard of that guy. He's getting sacks. You know, it does help when you have that other. T.J. Watt also only had five sacks this year. He was hurt a lot. One of your notes. Yeah, he played ten games, but yeah. I mean, I was surprised the number was that. I don't low, know why I frankly. used him, but I, I know he gets I know, after I, it. But I, there's always, it's always good to have the the other side of accounted for. Of course, and that's really helping you. The the reason I bring it up, Tony uh, brought to our attention this piece at Pro Football Focus on fixing the teams with the least salary cap space. In other words, getting them in line okay. for. Salary cap space for this offseason season to sure. do things, and of course the Jags are in one of the worst positions now. 
They project the cap space to be negative $22.7 million. I think that's without Calvin Ridley. Don't you, Tone? I think so. I mean, because that's another $11 million you're going to have to add to that right. mark right there. You're going to have to clear $22 million, 20 called 23 plus Ridley right. salary just to get to break yeah, even. I thought they were like 33 34 under right if now. You if you include Ridley. If you include Ridley. Right, if you include Ridley in that. that yep. They're in that low 30. And, and it's you would think there would be one exact figure. Right. But you go to the different sites, and they're slightly different depending on how they calculate them. But regardless, let's call it about 33. But yep. this says they're 22 because they're not factoring in Calvin Ridley, okay? Um, I think everybody agrees you're going to release Shaq Griffin. That's yeah. the easiest move you can make. He didn't play that much when he did play this year. He didn't play particularly well. You're going to save over $13 million in cap space. That's the, the easiest, most painless move for yep. all involved. Yep. The next thing they list is extend Josh Allen. Give him a contract extension, which, according to their approximation, they and, and they even list it this way, that's an approximation without getting into the weeds of what an extension could look like. Because there are all kinds of different ways you could structure it. Right? Sure. But they're saying you could save basically $3.5 on Josh Allen. Okay. Is it a priority for you? Like, do you want – a lot of people have said, no way. I've had people tell me they cover that team – very closely on a daily basis, say no way they're going to extend it before the season. Like they want to see it play out okay. and see how it's he his performs. Fifth year option this fifth year. Fifth year option, out, right? right? So there's not there's no salary cap relief to be had unless you extend him. Okay, right? Uh, unless yep. you were to agree to a lesser deal, and he's not going to. Do Is that, that number for this year all at the cap, or just it's a all portion? rolled into the cap? All okay. of it. Okay. Yeah, it's it's only okay. and it, it there's no prorating. It's just this year's yeah. number. Gotcha. And uh, yep. So. I guess what I'm asking is, how much do you want Josh Allen to be in your future plans? Like three and a half million is a savings, but it's also not the biggest cap savings in the world, right? I mean, it, yeah. it is it is a chunk for a team that needs a lot of these. It would definitely help, right? I I don't know if he'd be in my plan to reduce the cap, like my immediate, mm -hmm. you know targets that I'm going after if I have to get to that point and restructure them the way to keep them and but the only way to restructure the only thing you can do is ex give them an extension right well that's what I'm sorry giving them an extension right, right. is it if which that would gets be, down include to that guaranteed money yeah. and, and, and they I got mean, remember what bulky said they got the cash they do have the cash they got the cash so right it's know. not the cap it's the cash right and I and, think they do like him a lot I think as a player and as a guy on that team like what it, what is it going to take? Like, uh, what if you had to pay him as a top ten guy at the position? Because yeah, you know. look, if he hits free agency next year, he's still in his mid twenties. Yeah, probably going to get a boatload of money. Yeah, you know, just that's the facts of the matter. When you look at uh, you look at Marcus Davenport, I saw Pete Prisco yeah. rank him as his number six free agent. He's hardly ever done a thing yeah. in his career, and it's all based on yep. potential. Josh Allen's resume is so much better yeah. than Marcus Davenport's. I don't know. I I would uh, I if I need to do that and offer him an extension to to keep him and save the cap, mm -hmm. then I I would do that. The, look, the mar I know it's hard. the money's just unbelievable, right? But the market is what it is. I mean, it, it's you know. I mean, look, is he a top ten? Well, they say he's top twelve. Well, in right. I mean, that, I don't know. Is, is he that, top fifteen? But do you pay for run defense at that position? Right, that's the thing. What what are you paying for at that position? You're paying for pass rush. Yeah, but I mean, all around you want an all around player too. I mean, that there sure is, you do. Yeah, but so, I bet I bet that all quote unquote all around guy 
He's not going to make what, well, no, what but DJ he, Watt I mean, he, is going to make. His pressures were what, 12th? Was that what you said? Uh, well, I didn't say his pressure. I don't know oh. what oh, where I'm he sorry. ranked. He ranked overall 12th. I mean, pressures are eh. But how about QB hits? I don't know. The problem, again, again, in all, in all, you know, he he would disappear. He did. He disappeared in a straight. Last year he mm-hmm. did, too. I mean, it was the past couple of years. But then he would have games, like last year against Buffalo, who's Phenomenal game. And then, you know, he'd have maybe another good game, and then he'd, you know, he wouldn't hear his name for a couple of games. And then you'd he'd have another game that was pretty darn good. And then you wouldn't hear his name. You know, it's kinda like that. I think they all came on later in the year. Yeah. You know? I don't well, know. And I, I kinda, don't think Tommy, it's an accident, you know, Roy Robertson Harris, who we've talked about a lot with what they want to do with his contract as well. Yeah. Right? Uh, and whether or not to let him go. And part of the reason it's hard to decide what to do with him is because he was so good for the last Five weeks of the year, yeah. basically, right? And before that, it was like, eh, he's just okay. Yeah. Getting pushed around a little bit. I don't think it's a coincidence that when Roy Robertson-Harris was was playing really well, you looked up and said, there's Josh Allen again, yeah. right? Like, when the guy right next to him was playing well, Josh Allen's like, oh, there's that guy. Yeah. Like, that's who I think he is. Yeah. Why isn't this consistent week to week? Right. And really, you don't have to do anything with them right now, right? Because you, you've no, you exercised, got you got the fifth year yeah. option. So you do that's that's your burden hand. You keep them unless you have to do something later on. But I I I would like to see that, like what you're saying, like make sure that the guy next to him is uh, you know has a presence. Because we all know if look, guys line up. Here we go. We got this guy. We got Josh Allen. We're like, eh, not really worried about that guy. Hey, make sure you keep an eye on this guy, you know, mm-hmm. Josh Allen, because just in case we're sliding that way, we're going to make sure if, the, you know, if the if the center of the guard can come off and help out if need be, uh, that type of thing. So, I don't know. I'd like, look, I I'm, I feel like this team, it, it's so close, and I know you can't keep everybody, right? But I feel like the offensive line, I'd like to see the offensive line come back. Would I like to see what happens at left guard? Yeah. Would I do something there? Yeah, I would. Probably more in the draft than anything. I don't know who the guards are available free agency wise, but that whole mentality of I want to see them keep that together. Now on defense, I want to see them to keep most of it together. I'll be okay if some guys don't end up being here as long as they get as good or better if they're replacing them. If that makes sense. Sure. You know I mean? No, so I, I get what you're saying. I, kind I don't of feel. I don't you necessarily add, agree with the the need to massively add, upgrade at left know, guard, but yeah, you got to add. You know. To, to the entire team corner you know you got to add to the the, the d line you want to make sure that left guards a total you know i want another sheriff that's what i want that's great you know he costs 18 million a year yeah well i who, mean sheriff no no i don't mean I, as a i like i said i don't think i'd go free agents i'd go as a like a uh you know try to draft one sure that's, that's i'd like that be, too but you gotta you gotta have a corner you gotta have that yeah. you gotta have uh maybe a pass rushing defensive tackle maybe another edge yeah. rusher Maybe another tight end. You got a lot of things, you know, and and I just I think for, for me, left guard is way down the list of priorities. Yeah, I mean, I no, I don't, I don't think it's a high priority for me either. But I would like to see if they're, I like I said, keeping that line together. But I like to see what they do at left guard. All right, we'll uh, come back and we'll look a little deeper in what Pro Football Focus suggests in terms of roster moves for the Jags to get under the cap. By the way, again, take these cap numbers. With somewhat of a grain of salt, I just looked over at Spot Track where they do include Calvin Ridley's figure, and it has the Jags thirty-seven million. Oh wow! Over the cap. Okay. So that's, that's a lot high. of lot a lot of cap space yeah. you need to clear just to get to even, yeah. uh, and that does include Ridley, though. Presuming right. he does get reinstated, but in 
till and unless he does, you got to keep that amount of cap space clear once the league year starts. You've got to have that available, or at least you have to have it available for him when he gets reinstated. You don't. Right. You could theoretically have a little less and float along, uh, and then uh, I guess release somebody if it came to it if Calvin Ridley gets reinstated. But right. got to have a plan in the back of your no mind. Doubt. No uh, so doubt. So we'll go through what uh, Pro Football Focus suggests. Uh, some moves are for the Jags to uh, consider, at least to put themselves in a good cap situation. Also, something we didn't get to yesterday, they ranked the top 10 wide receivers last year against single coverage in the National Football League, and we'll see if we can tie that in with the Jags as well. Coming up with uh, Tom McManus and Tony Smith, I'm Mike Dempsey. You're listening to the Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. Everybody's uh, all excited about Cocaine Bear, huh? Is that, oh, yeah. Did that come out this weekend? Is that? Uh, it I is. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it, it is. does, yeah. It just came out, I guess, last night That's at midnight, whatever. But, and I, I see people on the text line this morning were upset that, you know, the original bear didn't kill anybody. It's a movie. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to try to make the story as entertaining as possible. Oh, is that based off a true story? Yes, it's based off. Really? Of, right. So it did, oh, doesn't matter to you either. Like, like, okay, so it's based off a true story. That doesn't mean everything in it is true, right. obviously. Right. Particularly the part, I, you see it in the promo, Tony, where the bear is leaps into the like the back of a speeding vehicle mm-hmm. or something like that. I, I, I think that's defying the laws of physics, quite yeah. frankly. But, um, you know, right. so I'm going to take it all well, with a big fat grain of salt. Well, he is on cocaine. He's on cocaine, yeah. yeah. Kilos of it, apparently. <laughs> wow. For the cocaine bear. Yeah. Wow, no kidding. I don't know. I mean, wow. it's interesting. Put it this way. My wife goes, eh, I'd watch that. Where so, was it in, where, where was it located? Just out of curiosity. I think Tennessee originally. Okay. I don't know okay. if that's where it's set. I saw one of those drops from uh, Barry. Was it Barry Ames? Remember, he was the cocaine uh, uh, for the, for the uh, cartel. Remember, he was a CIA pilot. But Tom Cruise played him in a movie. Mm-hmm. Didn't he have all those dr- cocaine drops? Yep. What was that movie? It was, it was a down great the movie. Bayou's. Um, it might have been a movie I didn't see. Like I, Ooh, that's that's say, like Air movie. America. No, that's that's no, Mel it's Gibson. But it's something like that, right? It was like, yeah, it, it was some kind of like code name airline. American made. American that what it made. Was? Yeah, right. it was. Man, that's a great movie. Had not seen that. Ooh, one. Well, there you go. I'll scary. put that one on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. speaking of uh, the CIA and cocaine and all ah. that, Snowfall, uh, the final season, started okay. back up. I watched it when Is it first came out. Is that about cocaine, too? Oh, it's about the, the oh, rise of, of okay. the crack cocaine epidemic oh, and geez. how, you know, the U.S. government smuggled cocaine in to fund, like, the, Whoa. you know, arms shipments to the Contras and, and back in the, Whew. you know, the uh, 80s, 80s and all that. 80s, right? Yeah, so, yeah, anyway, yeah. it's a... Uh, it's a good show, though. Cool. Like, I don't know how much of it is exactly historically accurate. Right, right. You know, it's one of those based on a true story kind of deals. Right. But, uh, yeah. Sure. But I binged the whole thing um, okay. between the last season and now. Yeah. And I'm all caught up. So well, I'm I did to watch go. The Gentleman. That wasn't bad with was McConaughey, that? where he's got the weed uh, empire. Oh, was the, that good? It was, you know, the ending was kind of eh, but the. the Meat and potatoes was pretty good. All right. I'll yeah. take your word for it. All right. Uh, all right. Just making notes for the list. Friday movies. Yes. Uh, and by the way, uh, today's uh, Chad and Sandy real estate question of the day asks yep. you with no NFL football until September, how you spending all your extra free time? Maybe it will be catching up on your favorite programs. Maybe. You know? Yeah. Movies. Dance competitions for me. We're heavy mm-hmm. into it. For your so. kids. For the kids. Yeah. yeah just wanted people to have the right visual. That's right. You know? 
<laughs> I'd go see a dance competition you, if you were a contestant. I could dance, man. I'm sure you can. I could do splits. Can all you? Type stuff. Yeah. Right now? Like, how much warm-up do you need? A little bit. Do you? Okay. But not that much. I could do it in a break. That's that's impressive. I can get pretty close. You can get a split before. <laughs> Front split. Before we get not out of straddle. here. straddle. Front. Okay. That's and only my I can do my left leg, but I tore it really bad when I was in college. I can't get no goofy foot deep. splits for you. Goofy. Trying to remember goofy foot. No, like I'm if goofy you surf, foot. Uh, I'd be goofy foot, right foot forward. I'd be is goofy. right foot forward goofy foot? I think so. I don't know. I'm is not that a what surfer. it was? I could never get up on that gosh darn. Board, I'm trying so. to remember, man, because it's been a long time since I surfed. I know. Yeah. Is that right? Anyway, doesn't yeah. matter. All right. <laughs> doesn't. I keep telling myself that it doesn't matter yet. I keep talking about it. All okay. right. So let me go through, finish up with PFF suggests. Yeah, yeah. To get Let's done. Do See if you like these moves or not. Um, we know you could release Roy Robertson Harris. Yep. And you'd save $7.8 million against the salary cap. Okay. They suggest giving him a contract extension, much like Josh Allen, to reduce his cap figure by 3.3. Okay. So. You know, you're not getting the full benefit of what you could save. You're leaving four and a half million on the table, but you're keeping Roy Robertson around. Is it worth it for that extra four and a half million uh, to have Roy Robertson on this football team? I think that's one you're going to have to you're going to have to sit there and say we either let him go, or you know we figure out a way like that. But I I don't know I I don't know. I, I kind of feel like I'd let that eight million go. If you don't have him, what's your answer? Well, no, you got to obviously replace that somehow, and, and that's part of the equation, right. right? Like, do you have the draft capital to yeah. plug all no. these holes? If because obviously you're making these moves yeah. with the idea of saving money. Yeah. To, if you only have to turn around and use that same money to plug that same hole, depending on how much you'd have to spend. I don't know if that's the best approach necessarily. Yeah, and it, look again, he's a he's a solid player. I'm not saying he's not he's he's not a bad player. He's a, he's a solid player, um, and if they really like him, they'll find a way. And again, that that whole cash, they got plenty of cash statements. So if they got to give him a, you know, a signing bonus to reduce that, and they can fit it all in, I just think like, okay, so our if we're adding to the defensive line, right? He's kind of a D end in that three four. Mm -hmm. He'd be a D end in a four three, I would imagine as well. Could Maybe be a little. He, he could probably play three technique too. Yeah, he's a big boy, a big dude. Um, but then you got to add to it. So who? I mean, are you keeping Hamilton? I mean, obviously you're going to keep Foley. Yeah, you're going to you have him. Hamilton and and uh, Foley Fatakasi. I mean, you don't have many guys under contract on the defensive line, Tony, right now. No, yeah. You know, um, you got those three, the primary starters, and then Jeremiah Ledbetter, the only guy who's on the active roster at the end of the season who's still under contract. Corey Peters played pretty well down the stretch. I don't think it would take a whole lot to bring Corey Peters back no. if you wanted him. And Adam Gotsis uh, is a free agent yeah. as well. So, you know, look, and if you're going to stay in a 3-4, I think that's one of the toughest positions to fill is a defensive end in a 3-4 defense, you know, a guy who can give you a little bit of pressure, can stop the run. He's got to be really good against the run, right. for sure. And and maybe have the ability to slide inside on third down when you walk your outside linebackers up to the line of scrimmage as, you know, your traditional yeah. pass rushers. Um, if I had to pick between the two, I'm, I would pick finding a way for Allen. Although you don't oh, I think uh, I think you're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. Right? Like, you'll I find – I like Roy. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. 
I like to see a, a little a little bit more out of that position. Yeah, like Tony said, you know, what complicates it is he played so well down the stretch. No right. You know, yeah. and what do you base it on? Do you base it on the overall? Do you base it on his peak performance? Oh. What you saw? He did play. I thought the last four or five games he of the did. season, I thought he played really yeah. well. I mean, and look, there's some truth to, you know, you're playing together and your coach is helping you out. I mean, you say that about the O-line all the time. I know I do, right? Playing together more, you get better as the mm -hmm. season goes. The coach is really helping you on technique and, you know, helping you out and making you play better. You know, maybe that's maybe that's part of it. Again, keeping them together. I'm, I'm a fan of keeping a team together that's on the rise as best you can. Um, just because you've got the continuity already, right? You got, the, you, you know, they like each other a lot. They're a close unit, and they know it's a business. You can't keep everybody, but you know, I'd like to add, you know, through the draft, um, to hopefully get a you hit on a few or a couple, mm -hmm. and the rest just, you know, try to keep them together the best you can. Yeah, looking at Roy Robertson Harris last season, talking about how well he played for the last month of the season, basically. Two yeah. of his three sacks were in the final four games. Okay. Seven of his 12 quarterback hits were in okay. the final yeah. four games. Yeah, he, he definitely stood out in that. And I do think those hits are important. You know, I know but everybody I, I talks. But I think, too, like, you got to ask, why, why only then? Like, why did it take so long? Yeah. Right? I mean. But what about before? Do, I mean, is there anything, anything? Well, I mean, Early seven out. What was it? Seven out of his nine seven, quarterback hits. Oh. Seven out of his twelve quarterback well, hits. Oh, he okay, had yeah. one right. other game outside gotcha. of the last three games of the season. He had two quarterback hits in each of those games. Okay. Uh, the only other game last season where he had two quarterback hits was all the way back in week two. Okay. When yes, they Cindy. shut out the Colts. And yeah. I don't even think you know necessarily for him quarterback hits is the biggest measure, no. right? Like I don't even know if it's a statistical measure. As yeah. much as, you know, how much he's occupying blockers and letting other guys make plays. Yeah. Um, which is not easy necessarily to just look at a number and point to and say, there's proof yeah. of that. Yeah. You know, they got a better feel for the value of Roy Robertson Harris to their defense than we do, I think. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. No, no, no doubt about that. And look, you know, you know, for a while they were doing really well against the run. And then there were games where they just couldn't stop the run. And you really had to stop the run. You know, whether to stop a drive or what have you, you weren't expecting them. You know, like the, the Chiefs, they didn't kill them, but Pacheco kind of killed them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, you know, the games that they they uh, they didn't perform well and they were they were giving up yardage. They got to get better on third down too, man. So that's got to be a, a factor in the whole thing because we think this offense is on the rise. You got to give them the ball more and more. You know, times. All right. Uh, the other moves PFF suggests are just restructuring Christian Kirk's deal and Cam Robinson's deal. Now, again, I don't know whose numbers to go by here. If you go by what they have at Pro Football Focus, a restructure of Christian Kirk's contract will save you almost $11 million in cap space, right? $10.94 million, right? So that's $11 million in space. That's a big, big chunk right there. Yeah. And I presume that is – taking this year's salary, converting it to a signing bonus, yeah. chopping it up over the remaining years yeah. of and his he's deal. He's like, thank you very much. I love and, all my money He gets all the money up front, <laughs> and he still gets paid the same, just won't get a weekly paycheck. Yeah. But if you go to Spot Track and you do a base salary restructure, it says you save, instead of 10.8, you save 9.6. So, again, I don't. Right. who's got the accurate numbers right, on this right, stuff? Right. But either way, it's a big chunk. Yeah. So there are ways to do it yeah. without outright releasing guys, but all this – Work done by Pro Football Focus. Release Shaq Griffin, restructure or extend the contracts of Josh Allen, Roy Robertson, Harris to lower this year's cap number. Yep. Restructure Kirk and Cam Robinson 
they were starting with $22.7 million over the cap, right? That right. doesn't include Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Right. This leaves the Jags, by their estimation, at 16 under the cap, okay? But that's 11 of that going to Calvin Ridley. Right. Okay? Right. So, Evan Ingram, Arden Key. Right. Juwan Taylor. We got $5 million bucks. Oh, we got to pay our rookie class. Yeah. Right? So, you can get under the cap. The question is, how much flexibility are you going to have when you get there? No, right. You could sign Evan Ingram to a deal if you sign him. You know, it's, that's the difference between do we have to use the franchise tag and tie up $11.3 million? Right. right. Or do we get him signed to a four-year deal where maybe the first year cap number is less than five? Right. You know? And yeah. hopefully, they're figuring all this out right yeah. now as we speak. I really feel, and I'm just thinking out loud here. But I, I, the more we talk about, it, the more I think about, it, I, I, I just, I think Jawan Taylor's. They're gonna. He, I think it's just mathematically getting, hard. It's to just hard see to a keep that he's him back unless you can move Cam or, or right. Any, if you could move Cam and, and yeah, transfer that money, I think people would be on uh, board with that. Even though he's playing right tackle, because you're not going to pay your left tackle big money for the next couple of years, right? In Walker Little, right? And you know, Jawan showed he could be a very good pass protector, and that's. Yeah, more important than being a good run blocker, quite frankly, even at right tackle anymore. Well, the franchise yeah. is number sixteen Listen, overall. They did very well in protecting Trevor last. They year. did, and really that, well. That, but that, part of that too is Trevor Lawrence gets rid of the ball. Well, one part of, the of fastest rates. Call. They, that's part of it. That's but, part of it. But when you talk about this calculation of what is Jawan Taylor worth, yep. would Trevor Lawrence make the performance of any right tackle that much better? Mm -hmm. Like if if Jawan Taylor. Without Trevor Lawrence is a 70 on a scale of 1 to 100, yeah. whatever. And he's an 85 because Trevor Lawrence gets rid of the ball as quickly as he does. Right. Can you get by with a guy who's like a 60 who costs half the money and Trevor can bring him up to a 75 because well, and of the I quick think release? A lot of it is the the play call where it's getting the ball sure. out quick so you don't have to block as long. Right. But Trevor processes And then Trevor gets out quick. quick and he's good at you know escaping and – He's got one of the fastest, 2.51 seconds on average. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. So, I mean, right. he's one, regardless whether it's play calling, I think it's combination. Yeah. But if you don't have a guy who processes quickly enough, unless you're calling the most basic plays, I don't think that yeah. is going to make up for all of that. Yeah. I Look, again, I, I think mathematically, like you said, it's going to be really challenging. It'll be interesting to see where he goes. I saw him ranked as high as, what, eight or eight, eight top free agents? Like he was number eight in a thing I saw today. Uh, probably Prisco's list because Prisco it? had him right around there. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm. I'm guessing you yeah, saw. Yeah. By the way, they they mentioned you could also restructure Foyer, Lewican, and Brandon uh, Sheriff if you wanted to. So there, okay. Look, there are ways you can yeah. create money, again, but cash cap. And again, it, you you do push it in the future. Right. Well, what what's going to happen in the future? The cap rises. Right. You got more space. Right. You got twenty million more this year than you had last year. And you year. win a Super Bowl, nobody cares anymore. I mean, the, the number fifty million. <laughs> you dump anybody you want after around. that. People are suggesting that the cap may go up by fifty million next year because no new kidding. TV contracts kicking in. Well, if that's the case, good. My pension goes up. Well, I'm you happy. can you can sign. Uh, is your pension tied to the salary cap? Uh, it's tied to revenue. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Somehow. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so but when, basically, you can sign Trevor Lawrence to a brand new deal. Yeah. And put it all under the new cap raise, you know, yeah. the the money that yeah. the more money that you have and yeah. that's going to account for maybe all of it if it goes up that way. Yeah. So 
Keep pushing off into the future, I suppose. Is, well, as long, uh, hey, you win a Super Bowl, you get, you know, oh, you, absolutely. then it doesn't matter. That's, we're, we're all, we're fine. Sure. Right? I, I don't think anybody's going to argue with that. I mean, you know, you look at look at what we did in the 90s. I mean, that 99 team, we added some top. I mean, we paid a lot. We went for it, you know. Absolutely. And then, then what happened? You no had part. To, you had to start unloading guys. I don't think it's as – I think it's easier now to manage – than it, than it was. Well, the I past. don't think the cap went up like it does today, right? Did it? Right, year but to year? then again, you weren't paying quarterbacks forty five million dollars a year. Only so. rookies coming out of college. True, How about but that? that was more like <laughs> Sam Bradford Sam got Bradford, fifty million, right, but that yeah. was over the course of his entire deal. Yeah, right. He got fifty mil, but yeah. uh, still a whole lot of money. Yeah. Sam Bradford did quite well for himself for a guy no who doubt. was Heck yeah, not man. a very good NFL quarterback. Yeah. Good for you, Sam. All yeah. right, we'll take a break here. We'll come back. Uh, Tony Smith's going to take you around the league next hour. Some interesting stories out there. Plus, we'll take a look at the top wide receivers and how they fared against single coverage in the National Football League. In other words, don't line this guy up without some safety help, and we'll see how that factors in for your Jacksonville Jaguars. Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, and Tom McManus. Jaguars today rolls on on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Mac in the middle, Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. Any of that go over the air, Gibby? Got to watch it, McManus. Yeah, sorry. No, we're good. Okay. All right. Beautiful. <laughs> you see, that was Tom McManus. That was. It was me. Sorry, but I'm just like, a guest. So when I don't you, really when you hear it. the music, that's probably a good indication that we're very close. I to didn't hear it, Mike. Hot mics. Quit, quit raising Why your didn't voice you hear me? the music? I couldn't hear it. This is not me raising my voice. You're raising this your voice. This is my normal speaking you're voice. You're banging the table. You're raising the voice. I am banging the table, <laughs> damn it. This is your theme today, right? It is. Too much time on our hands. You may have too much time on your hands now that the Jags or whomever your favorite NFL team is, better be the Jags, uh, is uh, on hiatus right oh, yeah. now. With yeah. the exception you know, of off-season planning like yeah. it is every year. So what are you doing with all that time you've got on your hands? That is our Chad and Sandy Real Estate okay. question of the day with no NFL football until September. What's the number one way you'll spend all of your extra time? There's not going to be just one way, I'm sure. But right. you know, what, what are you most looking forward to doing? Or what are you checking off the honeydew list? Or whatever the case may yeah, be. Yeah, I mean, look, so. it's starting to get nice weather. So a lot of stuff outside, you know. Yeah, Whether it's sure. yard work or, uh, you know, getting a run in outside, staying in shape, working, having some fun, grilling out, you know. that kind of stuff. I can fill my time. I love football, man. I love watching ball, but. You know, it's funny. I haven't. I must not love it that much because I haven't watched the XFL a lick. I haven't watched you. I haven't watched I any of it. I don't it. love football. I love high level football. I yeah. like NFL football. I like the top level of college football. That's it for me, and that's yeah. fine. Look, you like everything else. Like everything yeah, else. Totally. We support all of it here at Ten Ten XL. Right? Yeah. High school football's huge. Right? Yeah. It's not for me. Right. That's okay. No, I love all ball. I just don't find myself like, oh, I want to go watch that XFL game. I'm the game. same way. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like, addicted eh. to football. I'm yeah. addicted to. Uh, I'm I'm the a NFL. football snob. I'm a right. I want to see stars. I yeah. want to see guys I know. Yeah. I want to see you, Tony. You watch any of those other leagues at all? Uh, I watched probably about a quarter of a game last weekend with the XFL. Yep. Didn't think much of it. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things where if I'm at home and nothing's going on, and I flip on the TV and it's on, it's yep. just on. Right. Right. Like the right. NFL, I'm making a play. Okay, I got to be here, here, here. Right. Like right. it's it's appointment viewing and right. baseball. I'm like that. Like whenever the Braves are on, I'm like that. No other sports, really. 
Right. Like, if it's on, like, I'll have the TV on. Odds are sports are going to be on if my TV's on. Yeah. But I'm, I make time for baseball and the NFL gotcha. n- for nothing else. Yeah. I would think of NFL Europe, though, right? It, yeah. That, I don't know what the, the uh, television ratings were then, but I, I kind of remember it caught, it was actually caught some good, you know, wind as mm-hmm. far as people watching it. Now, it had the NFL name to it. And it, they also, you'd ha- it was a, somewhat of a minor league and that you'd, have guys that would go there that you know would be on practice squads that went and to camp would be or camp invitees, right? right? Yeah, Here, there was. I'm sure there's some XFL guys who will be camp invitees. There's no, there's no official connection because right. yeah. it's not it. the NFL, right? Right, the brand, right? right. Yeah. yeah, it's not these three Jacksonville Jaguars playing in NFL Europe are Jaguars practice squad no, right. guys, right? right like right, if right. that was going that on with point. the XFL when those Jaguars guys were playing, yeah. I'd probably be watching, yeah, right, just to see what those guys were doing yeah. in that league. But you don't even have that. Yeah, you got to think they tried, right, you know, to get in there and be like, hey, let us be your feeder league. They're like, nah, (laughs) we're good. (laughs) We got college. (laughs) We don't need a feeder league. We have college. You know, they're ready to go. So that's just interesting. Look, I again, I I will watch the combine. You know, I like watching that, of course, the draft. I I love when free agency starts, that initial boom, you know, (laughs) it's a rush, like who's going where, where they get paid, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Football is year-round for the most part. All we're missing really is watching it, you know, on Saturdays and yeah. Sundays and Fridays. I like a good high school game. The only thing I don't like about high school is – and I, it's not that I don't like it, but you get so used to replay, and then you're like, <laughs> ah, I wish I could see that play again. You know, like, you know, you can't you can't see it, but yeah, I do like the uh, the rawness of, of high school ball. And there's oh. a lot of good football here in town. Uh, apparently, and apropos of nothing that we're talking about here, um, somebody says uh, Blood Mountain, Georgia is where Cocaine Bear. Uh, okay. The original, I, don't, I heard it was Tennessee, so maybe right. I'll take your word for it. Like, sure. I'm not an authority on yeah, the original Northern bear. Georgia, mm. Southern Tennessee, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Whatever the case yeah. uh, may be. All right. Um, I do want to get into uh, receivers against single coverage, but I'm going to push that off until after the next break. Right. Uh, just look at these two mocks out today. You tell me which direction you'd rather the Jaguars Go okay in the first round of the draft again, not knowing exactly right. what they're going to do. Of course, but this is where things stand. One at Pro Football Network, I uh, had him taking Brian Branch, and you know we talked about him. There, there are certain safeties who could play nickel, right? Okay. And he is one of them. Okay, so you can bring him in. He could be your nickel for your for his rookie year, with the idea that he is going to be probably replacing Rayshon Jenkins a year down the road, right? I mean, okay, I don't think you're going to draft a guy to play nickel only in the first round for the next two years. At least I wouldn't think that's a great. So you got Brian Branch on the one side. Uh, Over at CBS, the first time I've seen this connection out of the University of Florida, and you know we love us some Florida Gators in the first round with this franchise. (laughs) I mean, Osiris Torrance. Ooh, the big lineman. Who uh, is listed as a tackle by some, but some think he'll end up playing guard. Yep. And so – Here's what they say at CBS. I'm not as high on Torrance as others, but I completely understand why many consider him the best guard in the class. Of course, I think the best guards in this class still think that they're tackles. Anyway, the Jaguars can use help on the interior of the O-line. Torrance would be a good fit. I don't doubt that he would be an upgrade. Right. Yeah. And it's 6'5", 347. I mean, could be an absolute mauling He's a beast. Beast. Yeah. But his 
Would you rather Brian Branch or Osiris well, Torrance? Well, between the two, I'd go Brian Branch. I mean, I, I guess a, I get what you're saying with nickel. You know, that's a nice commodity to have that he can play both. Mm-hmm. I like our safeties, you know. I, I mean, Rayshon had a phenomenal year. Uh, I like Cisco. I want to see a little more out of consistency out of him, but I like him overall. But if I got to pick out of the two, yeah, I'm not going guard. At number twenty four, we're not in that luxurious. That's a luxurious position to grab a guard. You know what I mean? That's I think like, so too. You know, it's like when you're the Pats and you grab Logan Mankins. He's your guard. Well, that's he you turned out to be go. a great player. Great too, player, yeah, right? Totally. I, look, if he's a special player, yeah, maybe that's one thing, right? Yep. Uh, guy, if you're taking a guard in the first round, I feel like you got to be a multi-time. Pro c- contender that you're yeah. that you're drafting at yeah, that spot. Right. No, right, right. I By the way, Rayshon, a lot of people thought they'd move on from Rayshon. You know, before last season, based on how he played his first year in Jacksonville, people said, all right, well, because of the cap situation and the dead cap money, he'll be here for 2022, and then we'll move on when this offseason they could release Rayshon Jenkins and pick up $6.2 million in cap space. But what happened was he went out and played really well, right? Yeah. So now we want to keep him around. However, let's say his place were to slide a little this year, like back to where it was in 2021. Uh, next year would be the last year he's under contract, 2024, the following okay. year. Um, okay. And But if you released him next offseason, you'd save $8.7 million against the cap. After next year. Yeah, after after this upcoming season, right? If you did it a year yeah. from now, you release Rayshon Jenkins, yep. you'd have a $2 million dead cap hit as opposed to a $10.75 million if you were playing for you. So just one... Like, nobody's trying to bum-rush him out of the town. No. But, you know, if you were to draft a guy like Brian Branch and you think he's ultimately an upgrade over him and you can also use him on 60% of the snaps as your nickel uh, defender, yep. there might be some value there. Yeah, at yeah. I mean, look, I I, I thought Rayshon in 2021 was – I mean, he didn't – he was kind of up and down. He wasn't a terrible, terrible year – was it? I, I'm trying to remember. I thought he was okay. He was one of the guys that actually stood out. He out got some of the dumb defense. penalties. He, I didn't think he stood out in 2021. I thought he did this. I mean, year. their defense wasn't very good in 2021, no. but but and that was part of it. You're yeah. paying that guy a lot of money. I just thought he was a guy. Yeah. You know, I didn't think like this year he became a playmaker. Yeah, he did. There's for this no team. doubt. He had. He, he, I mean, some of the biggest phenomenal moments. Phenomenal year. I mean, the, yeah. the the pick six against Dallas and the sack. Well, they used them, are the, they used them arguably the, right the two biggest uh, plays of the season, yeah, defensively yeah. at least. I love that safety blitz, and we saw it a few times from Caldwell. So I, I love the great time. We saw Cisco do it earlier in the year, and, of course, Rayshon doing that at a big moment at that uh, Tennessee game. But, yeah, I, yeah, if I got to pick the two, I'm going with the with the, the, the branch kid. Tony, same? Uh, yeah, I'd probably go with branch. Just looking at Rayshon Jenkins, by the way, in 20. 20- 20 compared to last year, right? Like his okay. first year here compared to last year. Uh, he had 73 tackles two yeah. years ago compared to 116 last okay. year. Now, he 40. did miss three games two seasons okay. ago. Okay. So maybe the number would have been closer, but it wasn't going to be 116. No, right. Okay. Right? Uh, some of the other numbers here. He had a sack this year, none uh, in his first year here. He had three interceptions this year, none in his first year okay. here. Here's the big number. 12 passes defense this year. He had three. Wow. His first year. Okay. You know, like yeah. it really was a major jump yeah. forward. Yeah, He's yeah, around the football a lot yeah. this season. Yeah, and you know what? Part of that is obviously him and his performance, but part of it's maybe that's he, – he's 
better in this system under Caldwell, right? Could be. You know what I mean? Maybe it's sure, a system maybe, right. that, maybe that helps him a, shine a little bit more. It's a better fit for him. But whatever yeah. reason, I you know, a year ago, it was pretty commonly accepted that, well, yep. if the Jags need to create cap room next year, we know Rayshon's going to be an obvious right. candidate. What about at 24, like corner? I, we've seen the oh, kid yeah. South Carolina, right? The defensive tackle, is there – Anybody I, I, that's it doesn't in the, seem like there's many guys greater than that range that, that you are going to take at that number. Worthwhile to take at defensive tackle corners, right? All, all over the first round. Yeah, you know wherever you pick in the first I'm round. About wide out. I'm corner. not opposed to I'm that. I'm not opposed either. to that either. No, get get another weapon. Uh, right. You know, Tight end. I'm. I am opposed to that if they get an extension with Ingram. If he's here, I agree. on a multi-year yeah. deal. Agreed. Yeah. Because they didn't use the other tight ends in the passing at game all. at all. Hardly at all. And you yeah. certainly don't need to spend a first-round pick on a on a blocking. Tight end. Now, if right. it's a franchise tag, or if Ingram were to leave, right. which I don't anticipate, but if he's under the franchise tag, then I think that yeah. opens that position up. Yeah. All right, let's yeah, take a definitely. break here. You and Tony think about uh, the best receivers in the National Football League, who you think are the best against single coverage, right? Just who graded out okay. the best against single coverage. We'll see if you can hit the top 10 without getting uh, three strikes okay. on you oh, when we gosh. come back. This is uh, Pro Football Focus's rankings of wide receivers versus single coverage. That doesn't mean they're always single coverage, no, but I know. how successful were they in the uh, times and where they were? Okay. Uh, we'll get into that coming up on the other side. I think it's an interesting yeah. list. So uh, with that, uh, Tom McManus, Tony Smith are here. I'm Mike Dempsey. You're listening to Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. Hey, uh, somebody wants to know on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, would you be willing to restructure your pension check to uh, help the Jags uh, come up with a little extra cap room? <laughs> it's not that big, but sure, why not? I don't think it has. Can I get, all, can I get it up front? <laughs> right. That like, maybe, yes. Yeah, I think I would take mine as well, uh, the way things are going I these like days. the way you're thinking. So, uh, yeah. I, no, no, uh, no impact, but good thought. Yes. Uh, same person said they watched the XFL, XFL, excuse me, Washington game last weekend. Wasn't bad, better than nothing. Okay. Like, if you like, yeah, if that's totally. what you're looking for, that's right. like, hey, I just want football. That's right. fine. Watch right. XFL, Definitely. man. I'm right. not going to bother me. Nope. You know, it just doesn't appeal to me, and that's fine. Yeah, no, no, no. Like the old, I, I'm spoiled. I grew up. At a time, I was in junior high school when the old USF, yep. the original USFL came out, and it was a not on the NFL's level, but it had you know it would steal a half dozen guys that were going to yeah. go in the first round of the NFL draft. The AFL was first, right? Then the NFL. Oh, yeah. yeah, AFL so, is now the AFC. Right. Right. I mean, the right. a lot of those AFL right. teams back in the '60s, and then they merged with the NFL. Then you had the World League. Yeah, there've been a bunch of. Yeah, the other World League leagues. wasn't bad. I knew a couple yeah. guys from BC that played Again, in that it, league. Like, if you want, if you're yeah. entertained by it, you know, go out yep. and, and go watch it. Watch Good it at call. your house. Barcelona Dragons used to play at the uh, Citrus Bowl. One of my buddies played linebacker. That for was him. the the second World. The League. Because you had the 90. World League like in the '70s. Oh, too. really? I right. There was a oh, World WAFL, League. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. and then you yeah. had the World League in the, the '90s right. as well. Yeah, the '90s one. Yeah. yeah. So you had a bunch of them. Yeah. But the, the original USFL was was awesome. awesome right? I mean, like I can only imagine what it was like when you had the NFL and then the AFL came along. You're like, huh? Right. Like a lot of high big name players. Yeah. Playing in there, guys. Yeah. You you know you. We're used to watching in high-level college football. Yep. Uh, and another one on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Enjoying my 
stress-free Sundays. I get it. Ja- look, Jaguar football, any <laughs> yeah. rooting for your team in any sport, but particularly one where the team only has 17 games, right. can be stressful. Yeah. And uh, he's going to be enjoying some uh, Formula One. Okay. Right on. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah go uh, check it out on Twitter, at MD underscore 1010XL. Let us know what you're doing with your spare time now that we don't have any NFL football. All right, the quiz has come for uh, Tony and Tom. Oh, jeez. Tony crushes these. Tom. Yeah, he so does. You got, you know. Go I got for my it. list. I you need it on the break. I, mean, I got you, a you list. already know the list. I'm Tom, like struggling. Tom's got after a list two. in his head. He's got a list of two. All right. So go for the low hanging fruit. Go for the obvious ones. Maybe okay. Tony will fill in the less obvious ones. Yep. Um, you have ten players that Pro Football Focus graded as the best wide receivers against single coverage in the 2022 season. Okay. Who wants to start? Can go I ahead, start? Tommy, if you got one, yeah. I- I'll go with Chase. Jamar Chase. Yeah. Strike one. No kidding. Jamar Chase, not among the okay. top 10 versus single coverage. Tony Smith. I, I'm i guessing T. Higgins is Ooh. because Jamar Chase is on that team. Uh, T. Higgins is number four. Oh, because maybe Chase doesn't get a lot of single coverage? Is that what we're th- saying here? No, I, this is how you performed when you do get single yeah, coverage. Do he probably doesn't get a ton of it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't think any of the guys on this list get a ton of single coverage. Now, gotcha. Higgins might get a bigger percentage based on – Okay. Chase being on that team, all right. all that, but yeah. he he came in at, with a grade of ninety three okay. against single coverage, which with much of the attention on Jamar Chase, he saw plenty of it and he gotcha. feasted. Ranked fourth in receiving grade, and that's what it's going on. Okay, ranked second in both passer rating when targeted. How about this in one on one situations? Joe Burrow's quarterback rating when throwing to T Higgins. I assume it's all Burrow here. 144.4. Whoa. Oh boy. Wow. And seven Man. touchdowns Whew. in those circumstances. I have yeah. second best in the league. All right, so T. Higgins. Got okay. one strike. Who's next? I'll go with um, Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. Where where you come up with Garrett Wilson? From? Isn't he the uh, – isn't that his name? Yeah. 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 The, the Jets, he was the yeah. offensive rookie of the year. He's All right. Receiver, I, I'm I just, figured, he came yeah. in tied for ninth. He's like the tenth oh. guy on this list. All right. I just thought that was one of the tougher pulls on here. I didn't know if you'd think uh, – but he, yeah, he had he a great – offensive of, rookie of the year. He's got something going on. 91.2 versus okay. single mm-hmm. coverage. So okay. he won 91% of the time. Uh, who mm-hmm. you got, Tone? Uh, the picture of him doing it against single coverage here in Jacksonville yep. sticks in my head. CeeDee Lamb. Uh, C.D. Lamb is seventh Ooh, on this list. Um, PFF receiving grade of 91.9 um, overall. So you got three out of the ten. Tom, who you got? I'm going to go with uh, Godwin in Tampa. Incorrect. Strike two. Dang. I'll they, don't, go... they don't list like an honorable mention section, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know how far he is right, yeah. potentially down the list. Uh, sticking with the kind of off the – Proven path names for now. Uh, I'll I'll say Mike Williams. Uh, Mike Williams is tied for first. Oh wow, ninety three point seven grade. That's okay. a good he tied one. tied with two other players uh, for first place. Jump ball guy. Um, right, missed four games, played only six snaps in another, but okay. excelled when he was on the field, holding fourteen contested catches against single coverage, second most at the position. His overall grade tied for first. So okay. Mike Williams. I'm going to go uh, Zay Jones. Zay Jones. From the Jags. And there goes the uh, contest. <laughs> Could you have been any worse at this game? <laughs> I was going to go Justin Jefferson. Well, you, oh, you, maybe you should have <laughs> got Justin freaking Jefferson <laughs> instead of Zay Jones. Are you kidding? Well, I was thinking of the, you know. Oh, who- were you? 
<laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I told him go for the low-hanging yeah. fruit, Tony. I mean, you got a he's human. Gonna, he's going, Chris Godwin. Right. You got like a human cheat code against single coverage and Tyreek Hill. Oh. All right. Yes. Right. Yeah. I By forgot way, about Tyreek Hill. Tied for first, Tony. Thank yeah. you. Justin Jefferson is actually tied for ninth oh. uh, on this list, but he I made got it. I Garrett Wilson. At 91.2, you did get one. You got one out of four. That was pretty good. A.J. Brown is tied for first with with Hill and Williams. T. Higgins was fourth. Diggs was fifth. You should just let Tony pick, Ah. honestly. Amari Cooper was sixth. CeeDee Lamb was seventh. We told you the guys tied for ninth were Jefferson and Garrett Wilson. Eighth on the list, Christian Kirk. Oh, wow. Let's go with the best Jaguar receiver. <laughs> you're going to pick a Jaguar receiver. I tried that with Chase, and you're like, nah. It's no, you're right. Chase. You did. So, you, did. you know what I mean? You I'm did thinking, try. I'll give you that. You did. You, I went for the off the beaten path. You went with an guy. obvious one, and, and you came up short on the obvious one. I did. No fault of yours on that, Jamar <laughs> Chase. That was a good pick. My point being here for this whole thing here, uh, by the way, Grade for Christian Kirk, 91.6 against single coverage. Says the Jags caught major flack for the four-year, $72 million deal they gave him. (laughs) Kirk does not have the star power of others on this list. He proved he could be a top target for Trevor Lawrence's year two breakout. Was crucial down the stretch for the Jags' playoff push. Caught one touchdown against single coverage in Week 18's playoff clinching matchup against the Titans. One in the 27-point comeback against the Chargers. And another in the divisional round as well. Yep against single coverage, but again, it's the overall grade. So my point being, yep. how much double coverage is Chris and Kirk going to see if Calvin Ridley's on the field Ooh, next year? Yeah. Right? right. And, and I got to believe Calvin Ridley, if you went back to 2020, his last full season when he had yep. 1,300 yards, probably was one of the top guys on this list as yep. well. Yep. So now you force defenses into a situation of, now I legitimately have to think about. I mean, you yeah, want to talk about totally. single coverage. That's all Zay Jones is going to see for the right. rest of his tenure. I wish here. that thing was a year I from wish, now. I, well, I wish he, right, because he's going to tear it up this year, right? Yeah, I'm up. sure. Look, single coverage. I get it. There, you, sometimes you want to go off the board a little bit, but uh, I might have led with Justin Jefferson in that case. Next but time I will. Regardless, I mean, that that's something to be excited about, right? Like, totally. I, you, they move Christian Kirk around a lot anyway, so yep. you can get favorable matchups that way. But now, when you've got, I mean, you're you're as much as we like Marvin Jones Jr., you're yeah. going from him to Calvin Ridley. Right, that's a potentially big upgrade. Well, at this and stage of someone their that can consistently get deep. You know, that's one thing. Now Agnew can, but they only use him sporadically. You need that guy like Ridley to. Because then it does open up everybody else. Because that safety, nobody wants that corner safety man. Nobody wants to get beat, beat deep and. He's got the goods to do it. All right, uh, Tony Smith going to take you around the National Football League. Now, gems around the NFL, brought to you by Beaches Jewelry and Pawn in Jack's Beach. The New Orleans Saints have restructured the contract of safety Tyron Matthew to clear up $4.6 million in cap space. Denver is hiring Vance Joseph as their new defensive coordinator. Joseph has spent the last four seasons as the D.C. with Arizona, spent 2017 and 2018 as the head coach for the Denver Broncos, now returns to Denver as the defensive coordinator. The L.A. Rams and linebacker Bobby Wagner have mutually agreed to part ways after Wagner spent just one season with the Rams, the move will save the Rams $5 million in cap space. Not going to be official until the beginning of the league year. So, unlike Derek Carr, he's not going to be able to negotiate with teams until free agency officially opens up. And the Athletic has reported this morning that Russell Wilson asked for head coach Pete Carroll 
and GM John Schneider to be fired last year. A few weeks later, Wilson was traded to the Broncos. Wilson has denied the report. Lawyers are very upset about what was said in the athletic article. We'll see where this whole thing winds up ending up. Probably nowhere. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. it'll be, well, we stand by our sources, and then everyone else will say, oh, that's a lie, and we'll never yeah. 100% know for sure, yeah. you know, or, or did you say something that, you know, did he, did you speak the exact words? I need Pete Carroll to be fired. Maybe not. Right. But did you say it's him or me? Yeah. I don't think, you know what I mean? Right. Like there are a lot of different ways you can fudge yeah. that story. I think. And he wanted Sean Payton, which is now wild. Cause now Sean's his coach in Denver Correct. and Sean said, get all your personal coaches out of the building, buddy. I thought it was interesting that Arizona love- said, uh, we wanted Sean Payton. We weren't, we didn't think he was worth Giving up the picks. Okay. That's what they, you yeah. know, and we'll find out. I mean, we'll it's find out. First rounder this year, second rounder next year. It's yeah. not chump change. No, right. Right. And now they yeah. also get a third rounder back next year okay. in the deal as well from the Saints. The Broncos yeah. will. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just really, like that he did that. That The, made me, the, the that story made me going sense. around that's interesting me right now around the NFL is the Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Deal, right. Where Jeremy Fowler came out and said, reported that every counter, like the, the, the team, the Ravens made him an offer. And I, I may be off on the exact number okay. here, but th- this is ballpark. Offering like $250 million okay. total for five years, 133 guaranteed. Okay. Every counter he came back with wanted every dollar guaranteed yeah. in the deal. Be- well, that's the Deshaun Watson deal. Uh, and yeah, that's that's yeah, the impact. You do go, you do compare. I mean, that's how you do your contract. And that's a big, that's a $120 million golf. In guaranteed money, yeah, between team and no, player, right. that is not a small. Now, does that mean they can't get something worked out? Maybe they sign him a, to a three-year deal, fully guaranteed. I right. don't, I don't know. Right. What the what wow. will happen? But yeah, more and more people around the NFL think, you know, it's gone from like a one percent chance to maybe a 30 percent chance that Lamar Jackson's suiting up for somebody else. In 2023. I don't know, man. I mean, look, that's how you do your contract when you're playing, right? Who do I compare to? What's their deal? He has every right to sit there and be like, look, I'm Sure, they could go, yeah, what did Patrick Mahomes get? Did he get fully guaranteed? No, No, you're right. Get the hell out of here. You're right. They could do that. Obviously, they're doing that to a certain degree because they're $120 million apart. And part of it, too, was he's not in the same circumstance. as. I mean, he could sit there and go, I refuse to play for the Baltimore Ravens ever again and try to create that that market for himself. I asked Tony yesterday, would you apply, if you're going to apply the franchise tag, if you're the Ravens, would you apply the exclusive franchise tag? And again, these numbers are rough figures, okay? Exclusive franchise tag cost you about $45 million for one year. Non-exclusive would be about 32, I think, something like that. And if somebody else signs him, they have to give you two first-round picks. Would you be willing to sign him to the exclusive or the non-exclusive, or at least tender him? The exclusive from the Ravens. Yes, would you would you be willing to accept the risk that another team would give him what he wants and leave you holding two first round picks in return? Is that enough potential compensation for Lamar? Yeah, it's enough compensation. I would think more though that I would, I would just tag him if I can't. You know, with get the exclusive. Well, well, that's why I'm asking. Exclusive, yeah, I would. meaning because then nobody can grab him. Twelve million, unless it's a trade. Right. That's that's the question. Right. If they're not willing to give him what he's looking for, maybe somebody else is, and yeah. maybe they're saying, you know what, we don't want to because of his style of play. That's why we're not willing to do this. So, yeah. you know, if you give him 45 this year, you tag him again next year, he'll probably be over 50. And then, so is it 
worth it to give him, let's say, $95 million in the next two years and then have him walk anyway as opposed to maybe saving that $95 million, reinvest it in the rest of your team, maybe go out and sign Garoppolo, for instance. No, right. But isn't the two the two fifties over five years, right? So it's the same math, right? It's $100 million to $95 million. Basically. Right, but then you would have at least then you, at least with the two fifty, you've got him for five years. If you franchise tag him twice, yeah. the third time, no one ever does it because the the calculator goes Way through up. the roof, and right. now all of a sudden he'd be making like eighty million bucks or some nonsense right. like that, you know. So basically, if you go down the franchise tag route, you've got him for two more years. Is that worth it? Maybe it is. I don't know. I mean, if he leads you to the promised land, you which he really hasn't had playoff success. I know. Doesn't does he have the team around him right now? Like you can make, I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate, but you can make the argument like, hey, we got a lot of work to do. We we don't have the weapons yeah. on offense yeah. here. Well, and I think you know talking about the negotiations and where they are right now complicates it, right? Yeah. Like if they really are that far apart, and you're Baltimore looking at it saying, what is this? How does this end? Yeah. Right. Like how does this end? We're willing to pay him. We don't want to make it all guaranteed. If he's not willing to budge on that kind of thing, are we better off? putting that non-exclusive tag on, somebody comes along that's willing to give them that guaranteed money and we get two first-round picks, as opposed to in a year we have to let them walk and we're going to get, what, third-round compensatory picks? Right, you get a third-round compensatory yeah. picks. Right. Right. right, like, is it worth paying whatever it's going to cost to have Lamar Jackson for a year as opposed to those two first-round picks, mm. not knowing where the negotiations are right the now? The other thing is sides. you can't control which team he'd sign with. Yeah. So where where right. are those picks valued yeah. at? Like it's one thing if it's Atlanta and you get a top ten pick this year, and then you'd see sure. where it ends up next year. You know, yeah. I think what hurt he was hurt a lot last year. Only like seven games. Didn't he, he get missed hurt? like six games? Something yeah. like that. The year yeah. before, what, did he miss a uh, lot? I think he missed a few. Okay. but I don't think it was. Because I mean, that many. he's the core. I mean, he's the kind of quarterback you want running your team, right? I mean, your offense. I mean, I, That's I know the what question he is yeah. he. I mean, he's I, not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah, five games each I mean, of the last gosh, two years. Yeah, he's missed. right. So five. he's missed ten in the last two years. Yeah, which is not insignificant when you talk no, about quarterback. No, now. no, no. I uh, I don't know, man. I think he. I think you could still win with him. I'd probably tag him and take my chances. Tag him how you know? though? Exclusive. Meaning, yeah. Meaning, and if and if someone came with two, you know, two first round picks, then I'd have a decision to make. But. If I'm not, if we're 120 million apart, we're not going to close that gap. I Doesn't mean, seem like that's, it. That's that's you know, really... somebody somebody on the text line just saying that Lamar is going to force himself out of the NFL with insane contract demands. No, no, no. he's not. Someone's they're willing Someone to give him 133 yeah. million guarantees right. and 250 million dollars. Just pay Kyler Murray a ton of money. Are you kidding me? Someone would pay probably, Lamar? and that's the thing with Lamar. He looks at like all it takes is that one team yeah. right. to say we're desperate enough to yeah. guarantee you that whole deal. Well, is there that one team out there? Or even if it's not the whole thing, what if they're willing to guarantee 180 as opposed to 130? Right. Right. right? I mean, maybe, you know, yeah. and so I, he's not going to force himself out of the league no. with these demands. That's the market. I mean, right now they're willing to pay him a quarter of a billion dollars over right. the next five years. Right. They just want to make protect his way out of Baltimore. Bit. But isn't but yes. it's not going to yeah. be the league? Isn't Correct. that the market 45 to 50 a year right now for some of the top QBs in the game? Isn't that what I mean? Mahomes yes. is a top, yeah, but it's going to go up. Depends on it is going to go up, and it also depends on if you think. I look, I, people say Lamar Jackson's won an MVP. All right, it's been a few years since he won that MVP. No, I know. You know, 2019, he won that MVP. Yep. 
His he had thirty six passing TDs that year. He had twenty six and X. Then he had sixteen. Then he had seventeen. Yeah. You gonna pay that forty five? I mean, look, he's also a threat to run for a thousand yards. No and doubt. And he's a unique guy. I'm not denying his impact on games, but yeah. uh, I I don't think it's as cut and dry. And I think that's what the Ravens are going through yeah. right now. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. Take a look at the question of the day presented by Chad and Sandy Real Estate. Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, and Tom McManus as we wrap up Jaguars today for the week here on Ten Ten XL. He's number 55. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right. Uh, man, you know what? The, the, these people buying the Twitter, Tony, mm -hmm. um, annoying in, in its own right. Apparently, they get, like, unlimited characters. So now anytime you see somebody with the, like, dot, 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 there's more to their mm -hmm. tweet. I think I might just start blocking a whole lot of them. Oh. <laughs> the whole, the whole, this whole subspecies of people that would pay for Twitter. Very wait, wait, people can pay to get more characters? Yes. Really? You can now pay. Oh, yeah. You didn't know what Elon's uh, I don't pay switching all kinds stuff. of things. Yes. I tell you what, I think it's kind of uh, you know an art to fit it in 240 or whatever you got to fit it It in. used to be you know 140. I mean? Now it's yeah. 280. Oh, it's 280? I don't need to hear what you have to yeah. say if it takes yeah. more than that. Yeah, man. Fit it in. It's too much. They, they come by too quick anyway if you... Yeah, right. Timeline. I like quick hitting ones too, man. Yeah, just you get know? in, get out. Yeah. Make your make your mark. That's right. Thinking of you, Duval Doom, this morning. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so uh, let's get to today's Chad and Sandy real estate question of the day. Okay. Today, really, just not football related, except for asking you what you're doing with your football time. No NFL games until September. What's the number one way you'll spend all your extra time for the next several months? Let's discuss today's ten ten take. 10-10-10. take. Now, Mike Dempsey's 10-10 take. Brought to you by Northern Tool. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. We're made for this. I mean, I guess I'll play more golf. I, I know I'll play more golf. That's probably mm -hmm. the number one thing I'll do on Sundays that I wouldn't otherwise do. But the, the project, I don't know if we'll get to it or not. It's been the project for a few years now. Oh. It's clean out that garage. Uh, and it's, yeah. uh, you know, we have one of those garages that, you know, how many cars fit in there? None. Yeah, right. Okay? None yeah. and haven't for a very, very long time. Yep. Um, in fact, we've got a path, like from the door that leads to the house to the garage door itself. There's a path about two feet wide that you can walk through. And okay. Take the garbage out and what have you. But so it's somewhat organized. Yeah. I mean, there, yeah. at least we got two feet of clearance yeah. right there. Yeah, it's impressive. You know, um, the, the, fr the garage fridge went on the fritz finally. It was old. Oh, yeah. Dirt. It's just a drink fridge. Yeah. You know? Those are great fridges that they have. really are, and they could be old ones, beat up. They don't matter Doesn't what they matter. look like. Who cares? It's Absolutely. in the garage. It's in the garage. Yeah. So we got to replace that. But I'd say clean the garage, and uh, definitely more golf on the agenda. What are you doing this off season, Tone? Uh, well, baseball. I basically don't have an off season. Ah, right? Like once, yeah. once the Brave season starts, of the one sixty two they play, I mean, I'd be in front of the TV for all one sixty two. That doesn't mean I won't go anywhere because of Braves games on. It's like if right. I got friends doing something, it's like, okay, I'll go out for a night. But if I'm home and the Braves are playing, it's going to be on the TV. Uh, I do <laughs> I do watch Vanderbilt College Baseball, so that's already started okay. for me. Okay, cool. Um, here last weekend and going into this week. And beyond that, yep. I, I turn everything off and read, man. Yeah. Like that's, that's kind of the downtime for me. And in season, that's a whole lot harder to find. Like, yep. There's always go, 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 go. But off-season, yeah, turn everything off and just be still yeah. for a little while. You don't get a chance to do that much. Yeah, I know on Sundays for me it'll it'll be, you know, 
we'll do the beach, you know, go for a walk, maybe a bike ride, you know, cook some food, family time, you know, try to get as many of the girls uh, you know, if Avery comes up from St. Augustine, you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, just kind of. big trip up from St. Augustine. busy girl, man. <laughs> I <know>. understand, bro. <laughs> no, she comes up. She actually works up here from uh, uh, on occasion, too. So, But, yeah, probably more of that. It's just a lot of, a lot of outdoor time, you know, getting right. outside and enjoying life. Uh, here's what uh, we've gotten so far today in reply, uh, um, at least a sampling of it. Al's going to repair, restore, and repaint his VW Bug that's been sitting around for seven years. Oh, nice. Cool. That's a nice project right yeah, there. Uh, Doom says he's going to watch uh, the XFL and the USFL and pretend it's good, watch the draft, wait for the schedule, then begin planning away trips and tailgates, constantly be on the lookout for new equipment to make tailgating better, and then complain about the heat. At Jaguar games, uh, he's also getting to Fulham in the Premier League. We just uh, hopefully he sticks around for the whole game. Um, I'll just say that. Yeah, that was a Doom out one. of himself for yeah. leaving what? at halftime. Duval Doom is oh. one of the m- more well-known Jaguar okay. Twitter folk. Oh yeah, out I've there. Seen yep. uh, out of himself today is leaving at halftime of the Jags' epic comeback against the Chargers in the oh, playoffs. Wow! And because he didn't have his car keys, he had to sit outside his car and watch a game on his phone. Because he was on tilt. Yeah. He was so mad. His wife stayed in the stadium. His wife stayed. <laughs> wow. She's a real Jaguar fan, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I don't know. So Whoa. Am I piling on? Absolutely. I. You know, you might want to leave that one quiet. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I. You I know, will. like, are yeah. you really that hardcore? I was at ragtime. I, I wasn't at the stadium. I was at ragtime. It's like the fifth home playoff game in franchise history. Yeah. Wonder what the score you scored right before the half to give yeah, you hope. Yeah, that you gotta wait. Ah. Yeah, I mean the score right before half gives you the like. like all right, I gotta see him come out and see what happens. All right, uh, Cristiano's going with family. That's always good. Soccer and Netflix. Oh, Heck yeah, all the uh, just every streaming service. I'm catching up on all of them. I'm almost through all six seasons of Community. I started like a week ago. Okay, honestly, wow. they're really short. You know, because yeah. they're sitcoms. So. Like twenty two yeah, minutes, minutes or whatever so it is, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. without the commercials. Although yeah. there are there are some <laughs> shortened commercial breaks on Hulu. My, my daughter's into. She's got me. I love the writing of Modern Family. That that mm. show makes me it's laugh. pretty good. Oh my pretty good. Uh, so G Boss said uh, he'll watch March Madness, watch the Braves, celebrate his birthday, and see any good movies that are out. Uh, Joe said Combine, sleep, free agency, sleep, draft, sleep, and Diablo Four. On the PlayStation coming okay, out in June. Beautiful. So um, we got the XL Primetime at the famous Quick Lube. So let's head on out and check in with those folks. Now, the two minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping 1010XL rolling with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. All right, all Mia all the time. Mia O'Brien of XL Primetime here with us on 1010XL. Uh, Mia, good afternoon. Uh, not quite afternoon, but uh, close enough. So how are I you? I just had my first cup of coffee, so I think we're, I think we're still in the morning frame. We're going to roll with that. Okay. Uh, well, well, I'm certainly in the morning frame. Uh, I'm mourning the, the last two hours of, uh, of hard work that we had to put in. No. Uh, Mia, what are you going to spend your time on when you're not covering the Jags? Like all the time you dedicate to the Jags during the season, what do you do in the offseason to fill in the gap? Yeah, that's a million-dollar question, Mike. Uh, it's actually a question that, you know, given this is my first full year at 1010 and I'm, uh, you know, not a uh, 
I want to use a nice word with, with regards to local television. Um, you know, not having to work uh, 80 hours a week. So it's been a fun little mm. experiment of sorts. I did get a nice bike ride in this morning. That's always been a nice little hobby of mine. Uh, got a lot of trips planned as well. Having weekends off in general is a novel thought, let alone having time that I don't have to necessarily be thinking about work or the Jaguars. So a lot of trips. Went to Savannah for the first time as a like non-work trip last week so that was a lot of fun and uh golfing golfing biking can't complain all right that sounds like uh, a full off season what do you guys have uh, to fill the next three hours Oh, well, first and foremost, Mike, I am coming at you live from the brand new famous Quick Lube on Beach and Pemmin. If you know where the Dunkin' Donuts is, we're just two doors down from that. That's where I picked up that coffee, by the way. Um, this is our grand opening celebration. Mike and the boys are out here. They're grilling hot dogs and hamburgers, totally free. So if you're hungry, you're in the Jack's Beach area, stop on by and say hi. And, of course, they're special today, only during XL Primetime. Conventional oil change, $19.99 plus tax. That is only during our show for 1010 listeners, or you can get $10 off upgraded or synthetic oil and stop on by, have some hot dogs and hamburgers because uh, I, I can't unfortunately eat them because it is Lent, and uh, please do it for me because I, I would love to be eating a hot dog, but I already cheated on Wednesday on Ash Wednesday. So stop on by, say hi. We'll be here till 3. All right. Sounds good, Mia. Have a great show. Thank you. I'm realizing you're with Tommy Mack. He knows my struggle all too well right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, trying, I I'm just trying to be trying so. to be a good little Catholic <laughs> schoolgirl right now, there Tommy. All right, there we go. Thank you, Mia. There you go. XL Primetime coming up for the next uh, three hours. A lot of folks going to be enjoying their Atlanta Braves. At least they hope they'll be enjoying them this Mm -hmm. offseason. A lot of uh, beach on here, a lot of golf. uh, And as you'd expect, uh, Samuel says, thankfully, I love baseball season, so that helps. NASCAR, uh, another one to fill in the time. Say, you do you. um, And, uh, you know, Jags will never be far from your. No. Right. You know, it's great. We live in a great area where you got a lot of options. You really do. That you know, may be why guys like yourself stay around. That's you right. Know? It's, that's a, right. it's a fantastic place to live. It is. And uh, most Jag I mean, guys who come to play for the team stuck in a dark hole that. in Oregon. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, well, that's by choice. But uh, I don't know. Have you ever tried a dark hole in Oregon? You know? <laughs> no. I don't know. Maybe you would, maybe no. you would go, huh, you know, this is what I've been you know missing. You I've been missing this. <laughs> Probably not, however. All right, Tommy Mack, have a good weekend. Hey, you uh, too, same guys. with you, Tony. Yeah, uh, you. Andrew Gibson, other Tony, helping out all week. He'll get stuck with that if he's not careful, hmm. uh, other Tony. Uh, so definitely be careful. Agent Gibbs, we appreciate you stopping by today. Hope E.T. is having fun down in South Florida. I'm sure he is. I don't need to worry about him. The party follows E.T. wherever he goes. Hope everybody out there has a happy and uh, fun and safe weekend. And we'll come back next Monday ready to hit the ground running with another 10 hours of Jaguar talk all next week right here on Jaguars Today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM.